0: there and welcome back to Chiquita Nicole Speaks. My name is Chiquita Nicole and this podcast is where I uplift and empower women to be the best versions of themselves by providing tips and tricks for them to use in their day-to-day lives. Today, we are going to talk about surviving COVID-19. woo way! And guess what? I have a special guest with me today who believes that we can all be survivors of this deadly virus. Crystal Chambers was born and raised in Orlando, Florida. She's a wife for over 20 years and a mother of three teenagers ranging from 19 to 14 years old. Crystal was the previous owner of her own cake business called Cakes by Crystal. Mm -mm. And is currently employed by the state of Florida in Human Resources. She is now a proud survivor of COVID-19. Ain't he good? Won't he do it? (laughs) Let us all formally meet Miss Crystal Chambers. How you doing, girl? Hello, hello, hello. Hey, so you survived COVID-19? I
1: sure did. I sure did.
0: I am so curious to know how this all came about. Like, I want to know... How did you know you had it? What you did to find out you had it? Like, what were the symptoms? Like, spill all the tea. I want to (laughs) know.
1: Well, so let me go back. Um, I do not know how I caught it. Okay. Let's put that out there. Um, It could be anything. It could have been the grocery store, it could have been the gas station, it could have been the mall, it could have been a number of things. I do not know how I caught the virus. But what um, made me realize that something was wrong was one night I went out and I I swept the back patio. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe I kicked up enough dust or something, or maybe it's just pollen or something that was, you know sitting on a patio that you know i inhaled a little bit too much oh. and i started to cough mm-hmm. so as i kept coughing throughout the night i'm like okay so i'm coughing a lot more than i should be just from sweeping the patio right. so the next morning i woke up with the itchy you know dry throat and you know still coughing and um i had the body aches Mm-hmm. And she and you know, like you're coming down with the flu. Right. And um, so I said, you know, something is not right. Um, so I went ahead and I took my temperature and at the time it wasn't terribly high. It was only like maybe ninety-nine point three, I believe. Okay. And so that's not really a fever. So, you know, I just, you know, continued to lay down and um probably about an hour later, I started to feel warm and just really not feeling well. So I said, well, let me check my temperature again. And just within that hour, it jumped up to 100.3. Whoa. I said, well, hmm, that was pretty quick. I know, that was quick, just an hour. I said, uh, well, you know, let me go with, you know, hearing everything in the news. um, I said, let me go ahead and call my doctor and see what they say and what they recommend so I called my doctor and they scheduled an e-visit which is where you know you don't have to actually go in they'll pull up just a video chat and assess your symptoms Mm -hmm. so I did that with my doctor and um, she basically you know kind of got an idea of what type of symptoms I was having which was the cough the body aches the chills and then now the fever Mm -hmm. and she said well let's have you come in and you know get tested for the flu so we can at least rule that out so i said okay i went ahead and i had my son take me up to the doctor's office um i didn't have to get out the car they came to my car and they swabbed me for the flu test um waited about about maybe 10 or 15 minutes and she came back out to the car and she said well it's negative for the flu so that means it's possibly uh, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna have you sent to go and get tested for that. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, I'm just feeling terrible mm-hmm. sitting in the car. But <laughs> well, you know, let's let's go ahead and do that. So I went home, and then the next day um, they called me to come and get tested for the virus. So my husband at that time he took me, and uh, even that that's that third day or second day actually. This is this, probably the second day. Um, I was feeling terrible. Um, body aches, the chills, the, the sneezing, the cough, um, fevers. Uh, the fever was actually getting better by day two, mm-hmm. but um, I was still warm, and I had a terrible headache. Um, that headache was almost unbearable. So they tested me for the the coronavirus, and they told me it was going to take seven to 14 days before mm-hmm. I get the results back what? and i'm like oh no <laughs> that's a long time <laughs> that, is, that
0: is a very long time
1: yes mm-hmm. so i just kind of had to sit back and wait on the test results but in the meantime um by day four um it was it was pretty bad uh, my chest were hurt um when i cough it was hurting and um the, um, the headaches was bad the the stuffiness um, I started to lose the sense of taste and smell mm.
0: Mm. and I know, um, I know that was one of the symptoms it,
1: yes mm. um, and so when I was feeling all these different things I'm in my mind I'm saying you know what this probably is what this this virus that um, everybody's talking about so um, but in the meantime you know I really didn't fear anything because, you know, you hear in the, in the news about, you know, people having this virus and they die right within days, you know, after contracting it. Um, but I never had that fear that that was going to be me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had faith in God that he would see me through it. So mm-hmm. that's what got me to, you know, be able to endure what I was going through. Yes, I wasn't feeling well, but in the meantime, I knew I was going to overcome it. Um, because of the faith that I have. And so after, you know, having to try to do the home remedies, you know, the hot tea and hot soup and drinking lots of fluids and getting uh, vitamin C and eating a lot of oranges. That's what I, I love, oranges. But that was even the best time to stock up <laughs> oranges. Uh-huh. Um, so I was doing a lot of that. And um, um, I made my own little concoction with with the lemon water and ginger and turmeric and you know different things I was putting in the pot and I just boil it and I just drink it hot like a hot tea mm-hmm. so things like that I think helped kind of fight it off um make me feel a little better but again um I was feeling pretty bad never to the point where I had to go to the hospital um I guess on a normal day I probably would have gone to the emergency room but knowing that this nasty virus was out there I just said you know what the doctor's telling me it's nothing they can really do or prescribe. So I just kind of deal with it on my own. Right. Um, with my own home remedies. So I did that and probably around day five, I actually started feeling better. Um, day five was a good day, but then, oh boy, day six came. Oh, man and you
0: still ain't got your results yet huh no I still haven't
1: gotten those back so it's like at this time I'm like you know not even thinking about results I'm just trying to survive and trying to feel better Mm -hmm. so by day six I'm back in the bed and I'm not feeling well and and then um I started my my stomach started bothering me and you know how you have that upset stomach feeling Mm -hmm. and then having to go to the bathroom several times throughout the day, you know, I, I was thinking, I said, well, maybe this is its way of working through my body. Mm-hmm. Virus actually, you know, going through and, and making its way out. So, you know, I'm looking at that and I'm trying to still drink a lot of fluid so I don't dehydrate. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, no, still not able to taste my food, still not able to smell anything. You know, they're telling you to make sure you clean and Lysol and do everything. And I'm spraying Lysol like crazy. Well, how, my thing is, how were you able to eat with no taste? To survive. Man. I knew I, I knew I had to eat, but I could not taste a thing. Oof. It was like I was eating nothing. You know, I could feel it in my mouth. I can chew it. I can swallow. But I could not taste it. Wow, that's even, even the hot soup, you know, hot tea, I couldn't taste it. I, I knew something was going in, but, you know, there was no taste. Mm-hmm. Um, again, my smell, sp- spraying Lysol. And you know how Lysol can be if you spray too oh, much of yes. it. Oh, yes. I hate the smell of Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> that so can but I could not smell the Lysol. So I told my husband, you know, can you smell it? And, and he comes in coughing, <laughs> comes <laughs> <smoking> him out. He <laughs> said, that, that's too much. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, I can't even smell it. It's not even choking me. So it was that bad to where I couldn't smell anything for days. But um I know we laughing, but you know
0: It's funny now, but yeah. ey, oh boy, it wasn't, it wasn't funny. funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as as the days went on, you know, I started to feel better, but then I would slide back down and, and, and just, you know, it was trying to just take me in. And um, but I just had to keep fighting it. I never gave up. I got up and I, you know, sometimes when you're not feeling well, you want to lay in the bed and just kind of stay there. Mm -hmm. But I think getting up and moving around is what also helped. You know, I got out of the room. Um, my house is not that big. So I would come in the living room and my kids and I have teenagers. So they were around me and everybody else was fine. It was just me. You know, I was the only one that was sick. Nobody else in the house was sick. Um, and it's five of us here. So, you know, it's it was kind of strange that, you know, they're in that close contact, but nobody else was sick. Um, so finally, day seven, um, I get a phone call from my doctor's office. And, you know, they're saying, okay, you know, we're calling you with your results um, from your coronavirus test. And it, you tested positive. And, of course, just... Uh, my mind i already kind of sensed it but actually hearing those words translation like, right <laughs> like how did how did it get me whoa you know this is real you know mm-hmm. you're hearing everything on the news but then when it's really you know confirmed that i actually have this virus mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of took me back for a minute but then um i had to realize okay this is just another flu i'm gonna just survive this i'm right. gonna be okay over- um, so it was nothing they could really advise me to do just to kind of, you know, drink a lot of fluid and, and get rest. That's right. basically all the instructions I got, you know, um, and, and hope for the best. Right. So um, it was, it was a little disturbing, but you know, again, my faith in God just, you know, gave me peace and understanding that I would survive it. Um, after the, after 19 days, this thing took 19 days to completely, you know, be over because I would feel better and then I would get sick again. I'd feel better and I'd get sick again. So after 19 days that I never got sick again, um, it, it was, that was a, a tough 19 days, you know, being in the house, not being able to go out, you know, not being able to have visitors and, and you know, not doing anything, but watch TV and sleep and hope for the best mm-hmm. So it, it was mind you know, blowing, but um, thank God I survived it. Um, and my my story is to let everyone know that you too can survive this. This is just a, uh, a virus that unfortunately has come and taken over and taken lives. There's a lot of people that have died from this virus, but I want people to know that you can also survive this virus. Um, don't feel like if you do um, test positive for that you're going to be one of those that succumb by it it's not going to happen you have to have faith you have to be strong you have to fight don't give up because as soon as you give up it's going to take over your body right so you can't you got to keep moving you got to keep fighting it off as much as you can Um, and just to keep a positive mindset Um, comforting words from other people helped me Um, a lot of people reached out to me over social media um you know giving me kind words and encouragements and prayers and everything i'm i'm a believer that all of that helped as well mm-hmm. uh, to help me get through it so you know uplifting people and uplifting our our women is what we have to continue to do yes
0: we need our women in this world. We need our
1: women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, yes we because do. a sister's shoulder to cry on or, you know, just a listening ear is always helpful and helps get helps us get through things mm-hmm. in life. Um, so, you know, I, I thank God for the people in my life that, you know, did reach out to me, even strangers, you know, people that I didn't know that saw my story on Facebook, you know, they reached out to me in my inbox and saying, you know, wow, you know, it's, it's um, encouraging to hear your story. Fasten those
0: seatbelts because we will be right back.
1: continuing to pray for me and lift me up in prayer um people that I didn't know that was very encouraging to hear and to see those messages and uh, people sharing my story you know that was that was very um just awesome to me yeah I
0: know you said that you work for um Human resources for the state of Florida. How did how did that impact you, or how did your illness impact your ability to work? Because I know a lot of people were working from home. Were you one of those that worked from home?
1: Yes. Um, it's it's ironic. The day let's see, the day that I started feeling my symptoms, um, I actually worked from home that day because I normally work home work from home on Wednesdays anyway. Mm-hmm. And that happened to be a Wednesday. So that Tuesday, I was just at work, you know, working with no problems. The, right. The two four. So that Wednesday is when I started to feel bad that Wednesday night. Um, Thursday morning, I was supposed to report back to work. But unfortunately, I couldn't mm-hmm. because I wasn't well. Mm-hmm. So once I let my employer know that I wasn't feeling well, of course, the precautions were to, you know, stay home and consult the doctor and, and. Um, once the doctor said, you know, they were going to be testing me, then of course I had to stay out for the 14 days is what the, um, requirements were before I can return back to work symptom-free and everything. Um, so even after I got my results, um, of course I still couldn't return back to work until I felt better, no symptoms for, I think it was, um, a certain amount of time that I had to be symptom-free, you know, no Mm -hmm. fever, Uh, before I can return back to work. But even once I was allowed to return back to work, I was still working from home uh, because that was just my position to be able to work from home at that time. Um, I'm actually currently still working from home, but I go into the office um, like maybe once or twice out of the week, you know, just to maybe pick up things or if I have an appointment with somebody, you know, I'll do that. But yeah, with my job, I'm still, you know, working from home.
0: Wow. That's, so do you think that with the illness that it has, although you've overcome it and you've gotten better, do you think that it's affected your health in any way, like restricted you? Because I know, I know you sing and all that. Like, do do you think that it affected your voice? It affected your breathing? Anything like that?
1: In the beginning, yes, it did. Um, but after I started to feel better and the symptoms were gone, you know, <laughs> it's funny, I was... Um, in the kitchen one morning and you know just trying to test out to see if i'm able to hold a note mm-hmm. and um, i was playing some music in the house and i just started singing and as i started singing it was like i could feel the the um my lungs kind of clearing up as i was you know trying to make those notes come out mm-hmm. and and boy i i actually impressed my own self oh, shit. <laughs> I was able to sing and then my, my kids came out of the room and my husband came out of the room and, and they're looking like, Oh my, um, I guess she's okay. Uh-huh.
0: So how much <laughs> so, did it, um, affect your breathing?
1: Um, <clears throat> as far as my breathing, I, I got shortness of breath, um, at least for a, about a couple weeks. It was, it was short breath, but it wasn't to the point where I couldn't breathe. Okay. you know, once It would have gotten to that point. Um, you know, I would have gone to the emergency room and they probably would have had me, you know, on a ventilator or something, but, um, it never got that bad, but you can feel the tightness in your chest. Um, and as well as the, um, the, um, just the breathing itself, you know, was kind of restricted, but you know, it wasn't as bad as I've heard. Some people have been.
0: Yeah. And, that, and I think that's a blessing too, because, for you to have gotten this virus and have endured it, it's like the entire, all the days that you mentioned, you were like consistently like, all right, I'm waking up to fight today. I'm putting my gloves on. All right, mm-hmm. day two, let's go. Put your duke up. Yeah. All right, day three, let's go. What you got for me? Let's fight. Let's fight. And, um,. And that's awesome because it's very easy when you're sick like that and it's something that you know for a fact that there's no cure for and you can't go to the hospital and get antibiotics or whatever for it like you really have to do your due diligence. And, yes. and take care of yourself like i loved how you said you know you made all these teas you used all this natural stuff from the yes. earth
1: <laughs> yes.
0: to yes. um put in your body you ate oranges you know what i'm <laughs> saying like i didn't hear you at not one time say you took medicine there nothing like, like you did everything naturally and i think you know with me preaching Health and wellness so often, I think that this is a testament of how important that is. You oh, know definitely. yeah, if you feed your body with the right things and with mm-hmm. things that come from the earth that's natural, you can beat yeah. off a lot of
1: things. You sure can. It's very beneficial. The only medicine that I did take was the Tylenol because of the bad headache. The headache had very, very severe. Um, so that was the only medication that I took was the Tylenol. But everything else was like, like I say, natural uh, ginger, Mm -hmm. turmeric, lemons, um, cloves, uh, oranges. You know, that that was basically the stuff that I I stocked up on and and consumed, you know, throughout the whole day, every day. Right. And it got me through it. So definitely um, trying to 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 fight off, you know, this virus with natural things does help
0: it definitely does like I I'm, I, look, I can be a testament to that too like I hate taking medicine really for me medicine <laughs> makes me feel worse you know <laughs> the only thing like you said that might help is like something for headaches it'll make it But any other, other medicine like if I have a cold or whatever and I take some medicine it upsets my stomach it doesn't do anything to help but all of the natural things it's like it helps you sweat it out and I read so many articles that said that just drinking something hot drinking a hot tea was like one of the main things to help you get over the symptoms of it because like they people were saying you know you would have the a lot of people would have COVID-19 without the symptoms so what you're really trying to get rid of is are those symptoms because it's the symptoms that really hurt you you know what I'm saying and so if you can drink hot tea and and sweat it out or whatever you got to do that's that's really good and and it also for me is a testament of how well people are taking care of themselves Mm
1: -hmm. you
0: know because a lot of the ones is as unfortunate as it is a lot of the people who are losing their lives their health was already at a detrimented state prior Mm -hmm. to them getting sick and a lot of people don't realize it because you know they might be vitamin d deficient right They, they might be um deficient in something else they may have asthma and don't know it you know all these other health issues they may have and not know it. you have young people dying you have old people dying so it's Mm -hmm. just one of those things that you know is it really goes to show how important it is to just care and take good care of yourself
1: definitely definitely
0: well you know what crystal i really really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your testimony
1: and you're
0: welcome and i just pray that anyone who listens to this podcast today will learn that there's hope in any rough situation because this COVID 19 pandemic is rough it is it is.
1: <laughs> it is rough
0: and i feel like this it doesn't matter like in this day and age with this pandemic going on i think we need to be more cognizant of others
1: Mm -hmm. more so
0: than ourselves in this time i mean it's good to be selfless anyway but i think Mm -hmm. this is a time when we we need to be a lot more selfless and what i mean by that is wearing the proper ppe when you go out because you're not just protect you're not protecting yourself you're protecting others because being like you don't know if you have it i mean you didn't even know you had it until you started feeling symptoms and i'm pretty sure you had it before you felt the symptoms
1: right right exactly
0: Right, so you don't know who you're coming in contact with who may or may not have had it, that you don't know if you had it and just didn't have symptoms. So just look out for the next person and wear Mm -hmm. the proper PPE. Keep the social distancing alive because it is a thing now. And just respect that this is the new norm until everything is cleared up. Because I hate to see people that are just like, well, I, this is what I want to do, forget everybody else, I'm doing what I want to do, and then mm-hmm. people are suffering because of it, and then we're having to be locked down longer
1: because of it,
0: and right. we just need to look out for one another in that way.
1: Definitely, I totally agree. Um, even though I've had the virus, and I actually I got tested again, um, and tested negative, so so that lets me know that it's not in my system anymore. Um, and I soon to, I do plan to go and get the antibody test, um, just to see if I do have the antibodies because I do want to go ahead and donate plasma so I can help someone else, um, save someone else's life, um, with, you know, even though I endured it, you know, I'm still willing to help save another. Um, so even though I've had the virus, I still wear my mask when I go out in public, um, even though it's uncomfortable, I feel like I can't breathe mm, you and me both, <laughs> but guess what I'll endure that you know fifteen minutes in a grocery store with a mask on before I would rather be in the hospital on a ventilator and not being able to breathe right so that's what that's the way we have to look at it. you know, yes, it's uncomfortable wearing a mask, but we have to realize we're protecting ourselves as well as others because we don't want you know to be a carrier of the virus yes we may not be ill or have any symptoms but we can be carriers of the virus and infect someone else and then they're the ones that's going to the hospital they're the ones on the ventilator they're the ones that's passing away from this virus so we have to realize we're protecting them you know, by wearing our masks yeah. um, and the social distancing—that six feet distance between us and someone else in the grocery store—will make a, a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just have to be all mindful of that and, and, you know, protect ourselves so we can try to save lives um, and, and, you know, be an asset to the society mm-hmm. because we we are the ones that, you know, transferring this virus to exactly. other people. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and- there's no. There's no, there's no, no age limit. There's no gender. There is, it it can attack anybody. It doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. (laughs) You know, it has, it has nothing to do with that. It can be anybody. And we don't want our loved ones to be suffering. So of course we have to be able to protect other people as well. So their loved ones are not, you know, um, grieving over the loss of their, their family member. So, it's just a lot of things that we have to be mindful of, and you know, just to continue to live life to the fullest, but as well as being smart about it and um, protecting ourselves.
0: I absolutely agree. And I think it's also smart to to understand that just because you get sick doesn't necessarily mean you're out of the woodworks. Because if you really think about it, how many of us get the flu every year, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The only difference Mm -hmm. is there's a vaccine for the flu. So, there's no vaccine for COVID 19 that doesn't mean that if you get it that you can't get it again because if you can get the flu more than one time i'm pretty sure you can mm-hmm. get COVID 19 more than one time yes so yes. you are absolutely right right yeah you just gotta be smart and like you say you gotta you know think about more than just yourself and i think it's awesome that you know you're willing to donate plasma Um, if you have the antibodies and that's just, that's just awesome. And I believe that people who are selfless like that will always be blessed.
1: Always. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Um, I was blessed, you know, God saw me through it and and covered and protected me from actually dying from this virus. So, you know, it's my duty, I feel (laughs) to, you know, help others and help save another life, even if it's just one um and that's one life saved you know that that could possibly have been one of those that's on that list of numbers of people that have passed away
0: yep that's so yeah. true well, thank you so, so much once again for coming out and doing this podcast with me. And, yes. <laughs> all right, and ladies, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope you found some great takeaways from it. But until next week, Chiquita <laughs> Nicole speaks and Crystal is out. Thank
1: you so much. You're welcome.